Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I'm Eric. And I'm Jason. Hey, we got a great show for you today. We got to go ahead. I interrupted you. Yeah, I was going to say, we got a couple of special guests, special important guests here today with us. We do. We are, Eric and I are pleased and honored to be joined by the two special guests who happen to be our own offspring. We have Eric's daughter, Amelia. We call her Millie for short because she actually is very short. So we just call her (laughs) Millie in general. And we also have my beautiful daughter, Annabelle, who is with us today. So Amelia. And Annabelle's not that short. Annabelle is not. She keeps growing. She's getting pretty tall. I know. And I tell you, her mom and I are trying not to feed her, but (laughs) it's not working. Not working out very well. No, not at all. Well, we have them on the show because we actually, we all went and saw Haunted Mansion. Mansion. Yes. We saw that this past Tuesday. Yes. And uh, so we decided that, uh, you know, you guys obviously hear us give our takes on movies and TV shows every once in a while, but we wanted to hear from the target audience of this movie, not to make you feel bad, Annabelle, but the children. We wanted to find out what our kids (laughs) thought about the movie, so we asked them if they would like to share their thoughts and opinions about the movie, and they said, absolutely, yes. Yeah. And so we got them here. So we got them here. So here's the deal. What what did you guys think of the movie? It was good. It was good? Yeah. Okay. That that was Annabelle, by the way. That was Annabelle, yeah. This is Amelia. Nah? Nah. Amelia? Nah. You didn't like the movie? (laughs) Are you serious you didn't like the movie? What did you not like about the movie? Ghosts. You didn't like the ghosts. Did they scare you? I love the ghosts, but not the people. You didn't like the people in the movie? <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Annabelle, what did you like most about the movie? Uh, like the plot of the movie. Okay. What, what specifically about the plot? Like and there might oh sorry to interrupt but there might yeah. be spoilers out there uh, for our listening audience. Yes, that's right. So yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, earmuffs, people. <laughs> Go ahead, Annabelle. Like it was all connected and it all made sense. Okay. Like, you're talking about with the ride, or are you talking about just the movie itself, like, the story, the, the plot? Movie, and I liked how they put some of the stuff in the ride in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, that, that was my favorite part, I think. All the Easter eggs yeah. that they kind of had. I mean, they, they, I think they did justice to the, the ride, right? Because they had everything in there. They had the stretching room. Mm-hmm. They had the doom buggies with the chairs that kind of took people right, out. Right, that was what else? What else did they have? They had the characters. Yeah. Um, Like the mirror with the candle. Oh, yeah, yeah. The hallway, the, the, that, that yeah. uh, uh, forever hallway. And like the attic where the bride mm. is. And then the chair... With that, I forgot her name, but like the lady, the one that could talk to ghosts. Oh, uh, she, not... Uh, the medium. I can't remember her name either. I'd have to look her up on the cast. Right. I can't remember her name either. We'll just refer to her as the medium for yeah, now. Yeah, the medium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the chair she was sitting in, that one is also in the ride. Was it? Mm-hmm. The red chair. Oh, oh you're talking about the, the yeah, red chair with yeah. the design on it yeah. and the tassels? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's in the hallway when you're going up there and they're right, right there right. by the, uh, uh, the guy, the... Uh, the armor guy, the knight. The knight with knight the suit shining of armor. armor. Yeah, yeah, suit of armor guy. Yeah. Amelia, what else did you like about the movie? Um, I like that they matched the movie up to the ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They made it just like the ride, but a little bit different. Uh, it, it was fun, but it was kind of distracting because I, I would I would always lean over to uh, to Amelia and be like, "Oh, remember that from the ride? Oh, the stretching room and all that, right?" Yeah. I, huh? 
Yeah, I like I like seeing the movie because now it matches up. So now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah, the, the, especially with the Hatbox Ghost. Yeah, you're the Hatbox Ghost. He's kind of a me. I'm the Hatbox Ghost. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he's kind of a he's kind of a mean guy though. I don't know. I I didn't think he would be yeah. that mean. Uh, as far as the you know, he's in the attic and you never right. really knew what his story was. Yeah, right. Annabelle, what about you? Did you like the Hatbox Ghost? Mm, he was okay. Just okay. Yeah. Mm. You know you like the Hatbox Ghost. Right? Is that a good vocal impersonation no. of him? No. No. Oh. Did, did that? What did, what did you think about the jump scares? What did you think about that? Was it kind of scary? A little bit scary, or not really? I didn't get scared by the jump scares. Really? No. No. Like it wasn't scary, but like for younger kids, then yeah, I guess it would be like a tiny bit scary. But yeah. It wasn't. So it's probably made it uh, for an audience. What do you think? Maybe about like ten and under uh, type. Yeah. Yeah. And just to let everyone know, uh, my daughter is 13, and Millie here, how old are you, sweetie? Eight. Eight, okay. So then, yeah, you guys definitely fall within that demographic that you feel the movie is geared towards, so that's good. What, what's that's the good. what's the scariest movie, Annabelle, that you've seen so far? Like, like in other words, at, at 13 years old, what do, you, what do you let her watch, or what, what have you watched, Annabelle? That? I've seen parts of it at Bella's house because they were watching it, and I didn't like it because I'm scared of clowns clowns right yeah it's it's pretty scary yeah that, that would do it to me too you guys haven't seen you haven't seen any of the like freddy krueger stuff or any of the no, friday the 13th or any to. of that kind of stuff no you her, want to yeah. <laughs> her mom and i haven't uh ponied up enough guts to let uh, her watch those movies uh, uh, yet no yeah way. yeah what about you amelia what's the scariest movie you've seen stranger up to this things. point oh stranger oh you're talking about the show the series on netflix yeah yeah okay, yeah stranger things is real that scary. is pretty scary yeah it's yeah. yeah. one of animal's favorites too i'm i'm it wasn't really scary for me, but um, what's his name? The guy with like all the Vecna. Yeah. yeah. You like you like that guy? <laughs> that was a little scary. That was a little scary. He's a little scary. Yeah. You know, Eric, my, my favorite part of the of, of Haunted Mansion was like what Annabelle and Amelia said, and you also, just the nostalgia of the film. Mm. You know, just the, the set decoration and how true it was to the attraction at both Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah, and then uh, you know, surprisingly, I liked the lead actor in this, Lakeith Stanford. Who, if mm. you guys don't know who he is, he was in um, the Knives Out movie with uh, Jamie mm. Lee Curtis and uh, with Daniel Craig. Yeah, he played the uh, detective in Knives Out. And he's done some other work too, and I haven't really been a big fan of his, but for some reason, I liked him in this role. You did, you liked him. Yeah, in this one. I liked okay, him in this role. I thought he. He played a character in this movie who uh, was uh, his backstory is that he was an astrophysicist. Yeah, and he met his he he met the woman of his dreams, fell in love, got married, and then the movie kind of hops back and forth at some points, uh, showing the grief that he has because his wife passed away. Yeah, and so that turns out to be a key driving point of the plot of the film is with. Um, Lakeith Stanford's grief kind of driving the, the spirits that haunt the mansion and especially the Hatbox Ghost because we find out in the movie that the Hatbox Ghost has 999 is it 999 souls? Yeah, yeah, he needs one more to complete some ritual. One more willing soul to One more willing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we find out that he plays a, an integral part in the plot of the movie. So I liked his role. I thought he was really good as a vulnerable character in what, that role. What, what do you think, Annabelle? What did you think about the, uh, the main, the lead, and, and as far as his whole story? Did it kind of pull you in? Did you feel bad for him? You know, the whole um, lost his wife thing? Or is it kind of like, eh, he was like, eh, I not really got into it? Or? Yeah, I felt bad. But I felt more bad for mom, like, when she was watching it, because, like, I know she misses her dad. Oh, so yeah, your mom, yeah, yeah. I felt bad. Yeah. What about you, Millie? Mm, 
I felt I felt bad too. You felt bad. You yeah. felt bad for him. That's one of the yeah. thing about those kind of movies is that because they kind of show something and we can all kind of connect to that to to a person's story through the movie. That's the whole idea. Yeah. And somehow right. we can connect. Like you connected through your mom and yeah. and stuff. And then yeah, we've yeah. I also felt bad for that kid. The the boy? Yeah. You know, I wish they would have got into his story more, right? Because they didn't yeah. really... It's funny because... Uh, and we'll talk about it more after here. We'll really get into it. But it, they, they kind of they kind of misled in the beginning. They made his dad seem like his dad was like a bad guy, or right? Like, I thought his dad was like still alive, but wasn't really in his life that... Yeah. Like, and when they said that... Like, the kid was talking to his dad. I thought they meant, like, you know, they were sending letters to each other or something yeah. and not, like, communicating. That, and they kind of did that on purpose, I think, to mislead the audience because yeah. they try to make you think that the dad's still alive and everything. And then the big surprise is that he's not. But then who's talking to the, <laughs> right. the kid, yeah. right? What do you mean he's talking to his dad? His dad's not alive. You were going to say something, Millie? Yeah, go ahead. I think that the person who was talking to that boy was really the hat box ghost. Yeah, that's who it was, huh? That's what it was. He wanted to get that willing soul. He had to get that one more willing soul. So, yeah, you're right. He wanted him to come because the voice didn't sound like the hat hat box. Hat Hat box? Hat box. He sounded like the hat box ghost. Yeah. Yeah, so he was trying to trick him and trying to be his dad. Yeah, and I really think if I was the boy, I would know. Yeah. So oh, overall, what it? So overall, you're saying what would you get it out? Give it out of ten. Uh, the movie, movie wise. Like. And would you recommend people go see it? I would recommend people to go see it. Um, it's probably like a nine point five. Wow. Okay. Good. Okay. Annabelle nice. giving some high props there. That's good. What What do you think? Out of, out of ten, um, what What do you think you would give the the story? Um, Nine point five. All right. That was a pretty good movie. And would you would you right. tell people that they should go watch it or would you tell them to skip it and go do the right instead? <laughs> I I recommend they do um, the movie first and then the ride so they can match it up. Oh yeah. And I um and the age range is probably like um like five can maybe it'll be like a little bit scary for them at five years old. Five maybe five is the kind of the limit. At five and up? Maybe six and up. Six and up, okay. Pretty scary. Pretty scary? Yeah. Were you, not that scary. No, not too bad. Not that scary. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right, Jason. I think it is a good story for, for kids, for a family, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's, yeah, it, it's a perfect family movie because even though it has some scary moments in the film, they're fun, suspenseful scary moments. It's not like Insidious meets Saw meets Friday the 13th scary moments. Yeah. They're fun, scary moments. And really, there aren't a whole lot of, I guess, scary moments in the film. There's one particular scene in the film where you, there's a little scary moment that happens and you least expect it. Hmm. But beyond that, yeah, it's fun for the whole family. It's one of those films that it's not outstanding. It's not going to win any Oscars. But it's one of those movies that you just want to go see and have a fun time watching. And it definitely fills that criteria. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Annabelle, real quick, did you ever watch the other Haunted Mansion movie with uh, Eddie Murphy? No. But okay. Like I've heard it's kind of like not in order. 
as yeah. this one was. Like, it was kind of random at some point. Yeah, points. I think they, in, in that one, they don't have, I mean, they have some of the callbacks to the Haunted Mansion, but it, yeah, it's yeah. not definitely like the Haunted Mansion, you know, it was just kind of a roundabout story. I don't even think the mansion looked like it. No, it did Looked like it did, yeah. Yeah, the one that you're referring to has Eddie Murphy in it. And yeah. And that version of the Haunted Mansion is a lot more satirical. It has a lot more comedy in it. It has Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it has Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and I'm like, and when I, I remember when I watched it, Eric, I could only stomach 30 minutes of it because it was that bad. Really? Yeah, it just, it, and like Annabelle just said, it has, while they're over here playing Rochambeau, yeah. uh, what Annabelle just said, it's, uh, it, 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 there's no ties to the to the theme park attraction. It's like when you watch it, it's like, okay, is this supposed to be based off of Disney? Because it doesn't feel like that. Mm. Whereas this one is definitely makes you get that feeling like, okay, I've been there, I've been on that ride, this is what made it so fun and I love yeah. it. So yeah, yeah it, it's a complete 180 from the one that's out in theaters right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think, I, I'll be honest, I watched that movie recently again. I don't know if Amelia remembers it, but we watched it. Do you remember watching the other Haunted Mansion movie? Probably not, huh? I it's been a while, like, a few months I ago. I think I watched it, I think I remember it a little bit, a but little it was bit. like kind of not matched up. Not exactly, to, yeah. It was like kind of like random parts. And, and after watching it, I think what it was is I had already gotten over this is really isn't the Haunted Mansion. This is just kind of like a you know story that has some similar elements. And it really wasn't that bad the second time around, i got to be honest. Well, okay, I'll let you speak on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to watch it the second time around. What would I'll you let... guys rate that one, the original? Oh, yeah. The original, man, I would rate that one probably about a... I would rate actually. I'd rate probably both these movies the same. I'd say they're probably about that one was probably about a seven, six to a seven, and then the new one I'd say probably about a seven point five. I'd give it. What about you? The original one, three and a half out of ten. <laughs> okay. This one, I'm gonna go between seven, seven and a half out of ten. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll stick right with there. you on that one. Everyone is like the first one on Mansion is kind of like the the. Um, not so scary haunted mansion. The not so scary, the more funny haunted mansion. Well, is there anything else before we go here? Is there anything else you guys would like to uh, say about the movie? Anything we didn't cover? The details are really good. Yeah. Uh, like, what do you mean? Do you, like, you mean the the set details or? Yeah. And like the costume details too. Mm. I, Very cool. Okay. I yeah. would say like the workers who put all of this work into that movie really did a good job. Okay. Yeah, I would say they hit pretty much all. I mean, they did a great job of showing kind of every scene that you would see in the Haunted Mansion. They did the stretching room. They did the ballroom scene. Oh, yeah. That was cool. They did. I mean, it was down to, like, the people dancing and, and the, the ghosts blowing out the candles on the table. Right. Um, the organ with the ghost coming out of it. I am surprised that neither of you mentioned the little Disney Easter egg not related to the Haunted Mansion that was in the film. Remember when mm. they took the tour of the Crump Mansion, and oh, there the was small, the actor was playing "It's a Small World" on the piano. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I see. Think, I think they um, I I I think they like just like did like the piano playing, but not like the person playing it. No, the person was playing the piano. He was playing yeah. that song when they were doing a little sing-along while they were looking for that the yeah. top hat. Remember when the other guys were looking for the top hat, and yeah. the rest of the tour group. In the other mansion was singing a song, and who was that actor? I can't. Who was that actor? Uh, don't know the actor's name off the top of my head. Oh, some uh, 
Jennifer must have told me that. My wife must have told me. You talk about the actor who the was, actor who played that that tour guide. Yeah. Uh, oh, who was that? I can't think of it right now. It's a famous. Oh, oh. it was Winona Ryder. No, Winona Ryder was in it, but yeah. the, the guy who came in that was doing the song, the sing-along. Oh, got it. That, I do not Okay, know. we're going to find out, and we will come back yeah. uh, in a minute here. We're Actually, we're going to do, uh, Jason and I are going to do a little more deep dive, because I know I don't want to bore these bored, bore these guys to death. I'm already bored. Haunted mansions. Yeah. Hey, you're already bored. This was supposed to be fun. We don't want to bore them to death with all but, these details about the movie, but... You guys, uh, I want us to talk more instead of you guys. Oh, you guys my gosh. Now we're taking over the show. It's all over now. Hey, it's all about us. It's no, mutiny. It is. No no upstaging on this show, Missy. <laughs> all right? No upstaging this mutiny show. Mutiny on the pardon intermission bounty. That's I know, right. but uh, right. one of you guys forgot. What's the age range for the first Haunted Mansion? Age range? I don't know. I, I think it's about the same age. I would say about the same yeah, age. But like maybe like it was not that scary. It was like it was like only some parts were a little scary, but not a lot of parts were really scary in the first one. Yeah. I I would say like uh uh five. Like a five on that one? Okay. Yeah, five and up. All right. I would say Oh, five years old and up, gotcha. I was thinking of a of a uh, out of ten. Okay, so five years old and up on that one. All right. Well there we go, folks. And so thank you to our special guest for coming in. And giving yes. us a review. Annabelle and Amelia, it was an honor having you guys join yeah. us. Okay, and, bye. Uh, okay. Okay, <laughs> bye. Um, All right. Enjoy your Dutch bros. Yeah, they're going to go They're gonna go now get some Dutch bros. Oh, and you guys. And we can't. are going to stay here and work, so thank you. <laughs> That's right. All right. I'll, I'll share with you, Dad. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you, ladies. Have fun. All right, thanks. Bye. 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 Annabelle didn't look like she had fun, so that's all right. <laughs> all right, so we're, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Hold Absolutely. on. Absolutely. All right. Hey, folks, we are back. Yeah. Welcome back to Pardon the Intermission. We apologize for taking that pause, but we had to make well, sure that... For them, it was not a pause. For us, it's a pause. For them, it's like oh, going to be just, two seconds. <laughs> uh-oh. Did I just completely pull the veil off over our heads? I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. We told them we, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back, but that is you true. know, the break for them is just like a second. They, that's they, true. You're yeah. right. Hey, um, okay, so we want to kind of want to do a little bit of a deep dive here. Yeah. And uh, uh, at this point, like we said, there's already spoilers probably mentioned. Not too bad, but there right. will be major spoilers mentioned in this section. If you guys uh, yeah. do not want to hear it, then just uh, turn us off for a second. Go watch a movie and come back and yep. listen to our deep dive review here of, right. the, of the movie. Um, okay, so overall, you know, um, what, what did you think about the, the, the movie, the plot? Um, I know you said you gave it about a 7.5. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> just w- what are your general thoughts? Pros, cons? So uh, I'll kind of start to answer your question by uh, prefacing it with this. I went into the movie with zero expectations whatsoever. Okay. I wasn't expecting a blockbuster. I wasn't expecting to be blown out of my seat by it. Yeah. And I think that helped kind of curb my enthusiasm for mm. it because I will say that Overall, I thought, again, just the overall product was good. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. It wasn't excellent. It was good. I do the plot, though, I will say this. Um, it felt like the, the writers of the film pushed really hard to make the plot based on this attraction because, um, and the, the re- I'm having a difficult time trying to explain this because, I mean, I'm sure they could have come up with numerous different storylines to make a story about a popular attraction there. Yeah. Just like what was done with Pirates of the Caribbean. But um, with Pirates of the Caribbean, what made that different is you're dealing with 
characters that are part of the attraction. With Haunted Mansion, you're dealing with the attraction itself. What makes it so popular is all of those elements that are in the movie that make it so popular. So, like, for example, there aren't any identified characters in the attraction that you can base a story off of, like the pirates and Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, well, even with Pirates of the Caribbean, the the, the, sorry to interrupt, but even with that, uh, the characters we hadn't been introduced before. I mean, Barbosa's new. Sure. uh, sure. Jack Sparrow was new. I think what it was is that in that movie, they took... In all in all honesty, I mean, not that this didn't, this also had a great cast. This movie, but that movie, I mean, you had Johnny Depp and you had Jeffrey Rush. I mean, come on, right? And they were Our able house. to really kind of, and in, in the first movie at least, yeah. able to really just run free with those characters. Yeah, and that's kind of what made the movie, along with putting scenes from or you know some ideas, even some elements, familiar yeah. elements of the uh, like the the when when Johnny Depp is in the. Uh, uh, in the jail cell, yeah. uh, right before the Black Pearl comes to to right, to right, you right. know get to town, and and they've got the dog, and you know, come here, come here, you know, exactly. and they're trying to get the dog with the keys, right. you know. So you had little scenes like that yeah. that were sprinkled throughout from the ride, right, exactly. but the, but it wasn't about the ride itself, really. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas with Haunted Mansion, this was more about the ride itself, and so I felt like the main plot wavered back and forth a little bit. We were still trying to figure out, okay, what what is this movie really about? Is it about the spirits that haunt the mansion? Is it about why the spirits haunt the mansion? And then, like, I felt really... They, they went to painstaking efforts to make Lakeith Stanfield's character, the, the lead actor, as kind of the primary plot driver. Yeah. But in the end, we get a little surprise where we actually find out that it's the, the child actor who plays uh, the son of Rosario Dawson. The actor's name is... Um, uh, as I look, Chase Dillon. Chase Dillon. He played Thank Travis. You very much. And so we mm-hmm. find out that Travis is actually more of the driving point of the plot of the film than what Lakeith Stanfield's character. Well, ben I is. think that was the confusing part because yeah, I think it was kind of both. It was kind of both. Okay. What? Yeah. I mean, what, I would say that you know that that's one of the things that that I that's a, a problem I had with the movie all as well. I mean, okay. probably what you're saying, I'm, I'm pretty much agreeing with 100 percent here. I mean, it's like. I, I didn't really know what was you know what 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 was going on here. I understood the the misdirect. I mean, I understand as far as the storytelling, yeah. uh, you know, that basically it was like all about Lakeith's character, um, yeah. his character, let me get his name. Oh, Ben, ben Mathis. Ben Mathis. Yeah. Um, so it was all about kind of Ben. And then all of a sudden it did this, uh, it did this whole, uh, shift, you know, to kind of throw us off towards the end, you know, in the third act to, to the, uh, to Travis, uh, yeah. the, the young boy in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, it, it was yeah, confusing. It was. And then to make it even more confusing, we find out that after Ben sa- Ben saves Travis from, you know, sacrifice from becoming the willful soul to make 1000 souls for the Hatbox ghost, then the movie turns right back around and then makes Ben the primary focal point of that plot again. Yeah, yeah. Where at that's the very right. end yeah. when he actually meets the Hatbox ghost and yeah. says or do you want to go meet and be with your wife? Yeah. Best Jared Leto impersonation there. Yeah. And so then I'm just like, okay, wait a minute. Wait. So he was the main focal point of the plot. Then it was a kid. Now they're going back to him. It's like, make up your mind, screenwriters. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the whole, he was going to sacrifice himself, you know, for the, he wanted to be with his wife again. And his grief over the loss of his wife was consuming him and he couldn't live with it. And so I got that at first, but yeah, yeah, like you just said, Eric, I mean, it was really staggered here and there. And uh, there were some other points about the movie that I just didn't get either. Like, um, uh, like for example, there was, what was that one scene where um, they were, 
they were taking the tour of the Crump Mansion, and mm-hmm. they were looking for for the top hat. And they were looking for an item, they were of, for an item. of this guy Crump, right? <laughs> right. Who, who, if they could get an item, it's the whole thing. It was the it was the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin. It was the yeah. MacGuffin. So they have to yeah. get this one item if they could find something that he owned, right. and then they can come back and then out of the book of uh, uh, spells from Leota's book of seances or whatever that was. Yeah. They they could actually uh, send him back to I guess wherever. Right. HE double hockey sticks or wherever he came from. But. Right, exactly. And so, yeah, they spent, the, the, those characters spent a good amount of time, you know, at the Crump Mansion on tour, who, by the way, the, one of the tour guides is Dan Levy from Shit's Creek. Which we just, we, yeah. we, we were just talking about that earlier in the, we in the show. Yeah. So we did find out it was Dan Levy. It was. And he was playing It's a Small World. It's so funny because he's playing the song. Right. So, so there's, there's a, a tour group. I think you already kind of mentioned, but there's a tour group going through. Yep. At, some, at some point, Winona Ryder, she did a great job. She's she leading leading one of the tour groups, and then she passes it off to, we didn't know. It was total disguise, but it was yep. Dan Levy yep. um, from Shit's Creek. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Um, and he starts to go, okay, everybody. And so he gets everybody around the piano and he's playing, it's a small role. But he goes, but don't sing, don't, don't sing. sing. Right. <laughs> he's yeah. playing this because he's like this big theatric uh, exactly. person, right? He's, oh, I'm a big actor and this and that. Right. You know, he's trying to make he's one of those characters, yeah. you know, and he's, and he's, but he's, but he's just doing this because he has to right now, right, you know, right. until the next job or whatever. But so, anyway. yeah, going back to that particular scene, I just didn't get, I just didn't get that feel. I just didn't think that it had to be included there. I thought they could have done something else to find a way to get to the Hatbox Ghost. I mean, to me, it kind of, while it was still part of the main plot, I just kind of felt a little amiss by it. It, it so, was it was going back to Disney's, what Disney always does best, I should say modern Disney always does best, mm-hmm. is let's sell, let's sell. Yeah. So they were, they had, which I thought, at first I thought it was cool that they threw the mansion in there. Okay. The mansion. <laughs> so what it is, is that first they have the the one from Disneyland, is the actual man, haunted mansion that, where this takes place, and it's literally a replica. I mean, it looks just like it. It does. From the outside. It does, yes. Um, and then they have to go get the MacGuffin. Yep. And so they, they drive all the way north to, to this guy, the Hatbox Ghost. Supposedly he built this bigger mansion yeah. to impress these people. Mm-hmm. And that one was the haunted mansion from, it was after, it looks just like the one in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's the whole thing. So to, that's what I'm saying. They want to sell. So it's like, okay, so they put, I'm going to tell you something. It, this is a huge missed opportunity for Disney, and I think they effed it up. Okay. And maybe they didn't have confidence in their own. I'm sorry to kind of get you off track here. No, but I'm just gonna no, I'm just go gonna ahead, I'm just go gonna ahead. throw this little bit in here. Toss it in there. This was one of my points. I think they they missed the boat on this and they they screwed it up themselves. And maybe they didn't have confidence in this movie. I think you're right. I think they should have found a way to keep it in the haunted mansion, the original haunted mansion that they were in. Yes. They should not have done that. What they should have done is they should have waited until a sequel and said, guess what? They could have brought in some of these recurring characters and said, oh, this other family is having a problem with this other mansion that looks just like the one from Disney World. They could have done a part two, but they screwed it up now because then they've tied this crump already into this other mansion. So they've already, they could have did all the haunted mansions from every, Every park around the world, yeah, Disney could have because they're all different. Tokyo's different, right? I think, yep. and I think, is there one? In, I can't remember. In uh, uh, Euro uh, Disney is in Paris, huh? Euro Disney is in Paris, and I think there's one. Is in, there a haunted mansion in there? I believe there is. We we need to talk to our uh, mother-in-law who's well. Oh yeah, she's, she's been, been all over. Euro but Disney. I think there's a, yeah. a haunted mansion. I think they're all and are all different in all yeah. these different parts. They are. So I mean, they could have had four or five movies out of this thing, but I, but yeah. unfortunately, you know, the way they threw that other mansion there. First, I thought it was cool that they did it, but right. now I'm, when I thought about it, I'm like, you guys missed the boat. You know what I what I really wanted is you, you're absolutely right, and what I was trying to get to was the 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 mansion is the star of this film, 
much like the Enterprise is the star of the Star Trek films and TV shows in some respects, the mansion was the star of this film. Mm-hmm. It's the main focal point that we all want. We went to go see it because we wanted to see what the what the film version of the mansion was going to be like versus the theme park version. And I kind of harken back to that great 80s movie Clue based on the popular board game. Yeah. Well, the reason why I'm going down this road, Eric, is because that movie Clue takes place in a mansion, and obviously they're trying to solve a big whodunit case, yeah. but they keep the plot in the mansion and mm. within the confines of what we knew about that the board game, game. The board game. Yeah. They could have kept the main plot of this story centered in the mansion it, it and didn't still make, made it very plausible it didn't make any sense for them to have to drive Here, here's the other right. part and since right. we're on this thing i'll, I'll, I'll throw in this too yes. the other problem with this movie that i had and and you can also comment on it is is the rules what were the rules so yeah. a person shows up at the house then the ghost attach themselves and they follow them home but they didn't really explain the rules to that, right? I mean, can the ghost only haunt right. them at that midnight when, when, like, usually things would get crazy in the house at midnight, right? Yeah, exactly. But, but where, what about the ghosts that are following people home? Like, you had the one fisherman ghost right. that followed uh, uh, Ben home mm-hmm. originally to get him to come back. Yep. But it's like, wait, what are the rules? So do, can can he do anything at any time of the day? Because in the other part of the movie, when they set him free, mm-hmm. he was walking out during the daytime. Yeah. And to go back to the sea. So yeah. it's like, wait a minute. What, what are the rules? Can they only do stuff at midnight? Or yeah. can they... See, they're, they're, and so these other guys go to the mansion, the other, the Crump mansion, mm-hmm. but was there any ghost that followed them out there? That's what I mean. Nope. It made no sense that they had to... So they had a team of people, like you had mentioned earlier. Right. They had this whole team to fight the mansion, but half of them went on this MacGuffin journey, and why? Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. And, and that, what were the rules with the ghost? Right, exactly. And so, yeah, that was another sticking point for me, too, was just that, uh, again, the central point of the plot was, again, like I said, and like you alluded to, kind of all over the place. Yeah. But now, with that being said, given what I just mentioned earlier about how the mansion is the star of the film, which it is, I do realize there's only so much you can do with a plot centered around a theme park attraction. And given that, uh, again, because I lowered my expectations going into the, the film, I wasn't, again, expecting a major, major big blockbuster here. But, um, y- you know, we can only surmise as to what, how else they could have kept the plot centrally driven. I don't know. Well, and I will throw but, in an Easter egg here. Um, also, yeah. I don't know if you caught that, but I'm. Oh, there were two. two I, I don't know if I caught the other one, but I did catch this. There are two designers, essentially, of the original Haunted Mansion. It was mm-hmm. Raleigh Crump and Mark Davis, yes, right? Yes. Did you notice Crump Mansion? I think that was a little yeah. nod to Raleigh Crump. Oh, one of yeah, the one of yeah, the designers because yeah. they called right. it the guy the bad guy's name is Crump in it. But but I don't know. I actually don't know if he designed. He may have designed the Hatbox Ghost. I'd have to look that up. Okay. But they do. They did call it Crump Mansion. I was like, oh, Raleigh Crump, yeah, designer. Right. So that was a little Easter egg, by the way. I and thought. I don't know if it was just me, but I thought that the uh, the hot the Hatbox Ghost looked a little bit like the Crypt Keeper from uh, Tales <laughs> from the Crypt. Well, <laughs> hey, since we're talking about that, I mean, who care? Jared Leto, who cares? Jared Leto only voiced him. Right? Right. I mean, exactly. yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, he didn't even so. act it. He didn't even actually like do any physical work with that or anything? Well, according to the cast list, it's I'm just a voice. Here it says here Jared, Jared Leto with voice in parentheses. Who, who cares? Who cares? I mean, right? right? I mean, it's too, it's, it's too bad. It has to be that. I mean, they could have actually AI. done e- Even when they showed, like, the uh, before he became the Hatbox Ghost, right? Yep. Before that, they, they could have used uh, Jared Leto's uh, likeness. 
for yeah. that character. Why not? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't get it. Well, oh, okay. Here's why they didn't. Or if use... they didn't, if they did, it didn't look like him at all. I'll say that. Well, because Crump is supposed to be a ghost. And when you look at a ghost, you think of like a, either a skeleton type figure. Well, no, no, no. Or... I'm talking about when they showed him, like when they did the flashback. You oh, know, you're when, talking about the flashback. Like the flashback when oh, before got it. he got actually, it. because of course the thing is, is that why they had to go back to the mansion again is because they said that his, right. his uh, uh, staff had, they treated him so bad, of course, that the staff turned on him right. at some point and beheaded him. Okay. That's how he becomes a habit. But before that, before he was uh, the habit. Okay, ghost, gotcha. Yeah. Now I'm following. They could use his likeness. Okay. Here, here, um, here's what I'll say too. Uh, since we're speaking of cast, uh, cast underused, man. <laughs> Greatly underused. They had talents. I mean, you're talking yes. Rosario Dawson. You're talking Owen Wilson did a good job. I he thought he was. did good. Yes. Tiffany Haddish, Danny DeVito, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. She plays uh, Madame Leota. Madame Leota. Mm-hmm. They did. They they were completely underused. I could. I, mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I could care less about Rosario Dawson's character. Yeah, right? you know what I mean. It was kind of throwaway. Yeah, it was. I mean, she she felt more like an ancillary character than she did. Yeah, she was like character. an NPC. I mean, it was just like she's yeah. there. I I don't know. It didn't really, you know, didn't feel like a giant. Yeah. very well. And and you like Lakeith Stanfield. I say I'm I'm gonna say that I. It's not that I don't like him. As an actor, I didn't like the way his character was written, okay. and because and the reason is because you know they tried to get the audience to tie into this guy in the beginning. I mean, obviously he's going to be he really is kind of the main lead in this, right? Yes. Even though the boy kind of takes a center stage for a short time, yeah, yeah. But but he is really the lead. But the thing is, is that the way they wrote him was terrible. I think. Uh, you know, he, he went on too long. It would have been nicer if we didn't know his backstory until the very end. Boom. Then it's like, okay, the backstory. Then it, it really ties you into this guy. Okay. The problem is, is that they kept going through his backstory so much that by the time the end happened, I'm like, yeah, just go with your wife. Get it over with. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know? but, but on that note, though, I mean, kind of, uh, kind of almost a devil's advocate here for you. Since they went to painstaking efforts to prove that his character was undergoing a lot, was still suffering with a lot of grief over the loss of his wife, don't you think that it was actually necessary for them to constantly go back and forth between flashback scenes of him and his wife uh, just to kind of keep that illustration or keep that feel of his grief? I don't know, man. You know, when they went into the whole tater tot story, I I almost kind of started laughing. (laughs) I mean, it was like, really? You're telling me that, okay, so your love at tater tots and this woman? I I could tell, I I, got a hand to this guy, man, because you could tell. This 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 actor was really trying to to to, to drum the emotions up, but yes. it was almost yeah. as if behind his eyes you could okay. see that he goes, "This is just these writers gave me crap." <laughs> I mean, it 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 looked like it really. I mean, he did a great job. I mean, Lakeith did a great job, but the the writing was just terrible on, on that. It, I, I understand what you're saying. You got to have that connection to him, but that's what I'm saying is that they they should have strung it out a little bit longer. It was almost it seemed like every other scene he's somehow it's it's his wife in a flashback, yeah, and yeah. it's almost the same type of flashback. It's not like if they give you a drop here and a drop there and a drop here, it makes you want more, right? But they almost gave you like too much, right? And then and you're like, okay, I'm full, I'm done. But then they just kept giving you more and more and more and more, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, that I, I thought that yeah, I, I thought unfortunately um, it kind of turned me off from from his character a little bit. I think okay. he did a great job with it but i just didn't tie emotionally into him as much i was at the end i was just almost like saying go with the hat box ghost dude go see your wife you know why not exactly now <laughs> exactly exactly now i'm still trying to figure out who was more of the comic relief in this one owen wilson or danny devito 
I think it was Danny I think, DeVito, I think actually. Tandem. I think Tandem. You think Tandem? I think okay. Tandem. Okay. Well, yeah. Owen Wilson plays Owen Wilson. Yeah, right. And same with exactly. Danny DeVito. Exactly, right? right. You know? Yeah, well, it depends. Is it Danny DeVito from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Or is it Danny <laughs> DeVito from whatever else he's done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's always Sunny Danny DeVito, but I mean, okay. he just always, Danny DeVito kind of just plays, you know, a Danny DeVito character. I mean, right. This is basically. Exactly. Um, but I, I think they both did a great job. I think T- Tiffany Haddish, I think she did a great job here's the thing though man there were like so many when i'm watching this movie and i'm and listen folks i I know i'm nitpicking it here but here's what i think this movie i really saw the potential in this movie now like you said i kind of went with low expectations and i'm like okay you know um we'll see what happens i'm not expecting much of it but the more i saw the getting into the movie more and more and more i it was like the the laugh moments the laugh cues and stuff weren't as big as they could have been there were so many it just seemed like this whole movie kind of was just off a little bit it didn't quite hit the mark i don't know if it was writing and editing and i don't know what else but it just didn't quite hit the mark um i think they could have done a a lot better job i mean tiffany haddish it was a great character and i think they she just didn't quite it's not i shouldn't say she didn't the movie itself just didn't quite (coughs) give her the opportunity really i don't know if it was the pacing or the way they edited it she just, it just didn't hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even the funny moments, the funny things were kind of like, ha ha. Instead of really, there were a couple laugh out loud times. I, I felt like her humor was forced. I okay. felt like she forced it out. She tried to to force it out. It didn't. Maybe that's a better nat- way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, it did. It didn't. It didn't yeah, feel like natural that. humor. It, it wasn't like uh, like oh da 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 oh ha 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 ha. You know, it felt like she tried to force out a lot. Well, of the well listen. You know, and- I kind of I kind of uh, um, to to the, as far as character wise, mm-hmm. you know, to me, I mean, I automatically thought Otome Brown, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, from Ghost. Okay. Yeah. And and that character wasn't. I mean, it's like you're saying it wasn't forced, and nope. she was. I mean, it was amazing, right? That, that was an amazing. Now character yes yeah, so and that's the way this one could have been too it's just an amazing character and it yeah. really had all the laugh lines and all the funny bits yeah and she and they and they did and like you're saying it almost did kind of feel forced like there was just something missing it didn't quite hit right the exactly. timing was off or something <clears throat> exactly um so yeah i mean but she did have some line and there were some laugh out loud moments in this movie there yeah, were yeah for there, sure yeah plenty of good laugh out loud moments uh in this film and like we said earlier when we had our daughters on to offer their review uh, just a few minutes earlier. Um, you know, this is this is a good film to take your kids to. It has some fun kid moments in it. Has some good, uh, so, some frightening uh, kid appropriate moments in it. So yeah. again, it's not like a, a movie that's going to uh, make them sweat in their sleep when they go to bed at night. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's it's definitely appropriate for kids ages ten on up, I believe. Yeah, um, I'm going to say probably that pretty much covered. I think in the, the mm-hmm. stuff that I had as far as uh, mm-hmm. the cons on it as well. Um, yeah, okay. I'm going to say. Uh, the only other thing is I say is a little bit too long. I mean, I, I think they really could have, like you're saying, they went on the MacGuffin run. There was a couple times that yeah. they went away from the mansion. I don't know why they had to do that. Um, here's the other thing that confused me, too, because, you know, going to the right of the mansion, I don't know how you always felt. I always felt that the mansion was its own kind of living uh, entity. Okay. I, how did you, how did, you know, when, when you did the ride, did, did you ever, did you ever um, basically, you know, the ghost were a separate thing from the mansion or did you feel like it was all kind of one, like the mansion was almost kind of a living thing and the ghosts also lived there. I say, yeah, that's the way I felt. I felt both, they were kind of interconnected. For me, I didn't take as much joy from the exterior as I took from the interior. 
I got excited when I would walk up to the attraction, get in that line. And I remember as a boy, I could hardly wait because that was my favorite attraction as a boy mm-hmm. before I was able to get on Space Mountain and Thunder Mountain and enjoy all the other thrill-packed rides there. But yeah, that was my favorite one. And so I remember as excited as I felt getting up to the ride, I took more joy out of the inside of the attraction just because the attention to detail is so excellent with just the the lighting effects and the uh, animatronics and just the overall set design, the the use of colors everywhere. And so, yeah, it's like, like you just said, it's the, the man, the, the allure of the mansion, the mystique, the mystery, the mystique of the mansion is what draws you up to it. And that's how excellent it was designed because it, it definitely did what it was designed to do, which was grab our attention, touch our senses, primarily the senses of sight to, and to get us stimulated and to make us, when we see it, when I see it, you want to see it uh, really what it looks like a haunted mansion should be, what a haunted mansion should look like, at least from mm-hmm. my standpoint. Obviously, when you think about it, if you're going to make a haunted mansion, it has to look scary. And so even though it doesn't look traditionally scary, it looks old enough to be scary. It looks nostalgic Well, well you know why that scary. was? Because, yeah. you know, originally when they designed it, they were they were going to do it the old, like the psycho-looking house. You know what I mean? Right, the old, right, decrepit right. house. Right. But Walt Disney looking at it says, listen, I'm not going to be building this beautiful <laughs> park and then put an old, you know, decrepit house in the middle of of you know of New Orleans Square there essentially. Oh, and or, you mean be... face the risk of a lawsuit from Universal Pictures? <laughs> yeah, I well, think no, so. Well, no, not necessarily that look exactly the same. But what I'm right. saying is that he didn't he he wanted which I understand he wanted the facade to look one he way. Did. Yes. Um, but but yeah, see, my thinking is that yeah, I mean, you know, I I that was the one part of the movie too that you know didn't quite tie me in. It's like okay, they didn't explain the mansion itself why, or at least maybe I missed it. But why the mansion is almost alive itself, right on the inside? You have all this crazy stuff going on. Well, yeah, it has um, 999 souls. In it. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it was. It's almost like you know, the mansion is is part of the story as much as the ghosts are. You know, I think that was yeah. another another missed. Uh, yeah, you know, as far as what what the story could have been. Okay. Um, you know, anyway, so yeah, uh, Matt Aliota, You know, I kind of thought um, Jamie Lee Curtis was serviceable. I mean, I I could it could have been anybody. I didn't. I, li- I did not like her role in this. I, I I don't think it really it really mattered who was put in that role. Unfortunately, um, may, maybe it could have. I think what's her face did it better. Who played it in the Haunted Mansion? Um, oh, what's the name of the actress? Uh, Tilly Jennifer Tilly Jennifer Tilly she did a better yeah. job in the Haunted Mansion with I, Eddie, I think Eddie uh, with Eddie Murphy you know just okay. because she she had a little more license to be yeah. I think a little more outrageous and a little different you know I was and, I, I'm sorry don't mean to cut you, don't mean to cut you off go ahead no go for it I was thinking watching the movie the actress who would have been a perfect Madame Leota is Catherine O'Hara Oh yeah! From, oh yeah! yeah from yeah. Schitt's Creek, from yeah. some of the John Hughes films, from Beetlejuice. She could, she could have done Moira in the in she, the she in the Globe. Have. Yeah, I Moira think, in the Globe. I think Catherine O'Hara would have been an outstanding Madame Leota. You know, and and here and that that's that's kind of the problem I think that Disney pigeonholed themselves with with the movie is that <laughs> oh, yes. thing had things had to be too. That was the difference between the Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy and the, and this Haunted Mansion. One of the big differences is that they didn't have to be. The Haunted Mansion and that one with Jennifer Tilly, she had a lot of great lines and she had a lot of great comedy in that. Yes. Because she didn't have to be Madame Leota. Yeah. But they wanted Jamie Lee to be Madame Leota. I mean, that's it. You know, you're you're basically pigeonholed into this part and yeah. you can't you can't go out from it. You can't do anything extra. So yes, I think you're right. I think Catherine O'Hare would have been great, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they she could have they would have let her have really oh, a lot okay. of fun with it too. But that that sure. would have been, you know. Even Jamie Lee Curtis might have been able to to pull off some funny stuff, but 
I'm sure they just told her this is what we want. You know, this this is it. You're just doing the mansion. Yeah, so that is the was. problem. Sometimes I think you get too wrapped up in just trying to be one thing and trying to stick too true right, right. to one thing. <clears throat> right. Um, I will say okay. So the I'll go on my pros real quick. I uh, I agree with you. Same thing. I think this is a, this is a good film. It's pretty light. It's great for kids. It's kind of a good. I heard somebody else mention this, and I I think it's a great idea. It's it's a great starter uh, scary movie or horror film. Uh, for young kids, you know what I mean. It's yep. like there's a few jump scares in it. Right. Uh, the scariest thing would be the hat box ghost, but he's not. Luckily, he's not too too scary. Right. You know. So I, I think it'd be great for them and easy for them to follow, kind of the plot of the movie. You know. And, yeah. And some cool, some cool characters. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, like we talked about before, they did they they did a great job paying homage though to the ride. I mean, they had the ballroom scene in it. They had the stretching room, which did seem forced. All of a sudden, the room stretching. And you're like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. Right. So that was the other thing. There's sometimes they like you're talking about. They had to throw things in there just to throw them in there, and it didn't yeah. make sense. You had the stretching rooms going off. You got the alligator, the dynamite. You know, all the stretching room portraits are yeah. coming to life, but you don't know why, really. You exactly. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. wait, why? Why are all of a sudden these guys have to climb the wall? You know, hang on to the lamps. You know, I don't yeah, know. exactly. Um, uh, the I would say overall, and the audience. I was going to say too, and it did seem like the audience though. There were some laugh out loud, and they did enjoy it. There was clapping after it. So I think it, overall, it was it was a it was a pretty good movie for for an audience movie. I don't think it's going to be a breakout. I don't think it's yeah. going to be the uh, Jack Sparrow Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, it could have been. That's what's disappointing, man. It was like right there i could feel it that's the, the thing cusp. i could feel it it was so close to being great right? i think it, right? it was so close and you had that cast it's like oh my gosh you know mm-hmm. yeah. it was right there but yeah. anyway so yeah so my final thoughts rating seven and a half out of ten and i like the nostalgia the best i like the the set design the costumes that design was amazing set it looked like you're in the haunted mansion yeah it did and so fun movie all the way around it's definitely worth taking your family to go see uh in the theater before it streams uh tomorrow so uh <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or something like that all right hey guys Whoa. That's going to do it for us. Yeah. That's our cue. A little bit of a long one, but uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Overall, it wasn't too bad. I, I, I probably won't watch it again, but, you know. But we had fun, nevertheless. But we had fun. Yeah, yeah. we definitely had fun. So, hey, you guys, uh, remember to check out our social media at, uh, on X, formerly Twitter, which is at uh, PTI underscore podcast, and on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission. All right, guys. Hey, take care out there, and we will catch you on the next one. See you on the flip side. God bless. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.